Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here, but we can take it. We're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling. We are onto something here. Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I got a feeling we are gonna be okay. Sarah Wolf on case, everybody! Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show about learning to live in peace and harmony with people whose approach to life and family may be very different from yours. To help us in this endeavour, please welcome four people I'm paying to pretend to be my friends. It's today's comedians! <laughs> On my left, playing for Spit Gag, it's Alison Spittle and Monica Gaga. <laughs> And on my right, playing for the Boligarchs, it's Alex Edelman and Olga Cock. <laughs> so firstly, panellists, what makes you diverse? Uh, let's come to you, Alison Spittle. I'm Irish. <laughs> Living in London. It's very rare. <laughs> and Monica Gaga? Oh, I was raised in a household with my grandmother, who is um, a Russian woman who was also um, white. Um, so often people thought I was kidnapped. <laughs> the question that was also often asked why is your nan white she's white because my grandfather um, had many wives and she was one of them so yeah and I grew up with her spit gag why are you called spit gag because it's both our names together and it sounds slightly rude <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh, the Boligarchs uh, how are you diverse uh, Alex Edelman no um, my grandmother uh, was also a white lady <gasps> oh, uh, we could be related. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm Jewish. So. Okay, great. Uh, sorry, I said okay, great, like I've approved of you Judaism there. <laughs> well, well done on Jewish. Thank uh, you, Deborah. It's, not, it's not, not what I meant. It's not what I meant. Olga Koch, how are you, diverse? I also have a, both a Russian and a white grandmother because I'm Russian. Oh my, it's like oh. a family show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're all related. Alison, where's your Russian grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly in Ireland. She'd rather not say. Why are you called the Boligarchs, Alex and Olga? I mean, because you're... <laughs> you're a big fan of bowling? Yeah! 
Yeah. Uh, I like Because I'm a perfect 10. <laughs> My dress just undid itself a little bit when I did. <laughs> Very much been the theme of uh, this yeah. afternoon. It's a combination of... She's Russian. Up. I like bowling. Great. Okay. Boom. Let's not interrogate that any further. <laughs> And sticking up for that tiny minority of straight white men who went to boarding school and live in North London, please welcome Repentance School and Ned Sedgwick! <laughs> and proving once again that the piano is very much his forte, on the keys, it's Samuel Wolf. <laughs> Ned, have you had a global experience lately? Yes, I was on a train the other day and I was sat next to somebody who's wearing a lanyard. Wow. <laughs> Tell us more. And on the lanyard, it said that he worked for uh, the EU. And I thought I'd be in for the most interesting conversation of my life. But, oh, my God, he was so boring. He asked me to buy him a beer. On so the I train? Did. So, yeah, so we had a beer together. And I was just like, so what's it like working in the EU? And he was like, a lot of work. And I was like, okay. I think he was punishing you for starting a conversation on the train. I mean, who does that? <laughs> Good point. As I said, I've had a few drinks. <laughs> Every week, Sam takes an ancient folk tune and turns it into a school's jingle for us. I can only assume that somewhere out there, there's a Javanese podcast appropriating the theme tune from Bake Off in a similar way. But in the meantime, over to you, Sam. Uh, thanks, Tess. Um, so today, I have a Chinese folk tune called Jasmine Flower. It goes a little bit like uh, this. Do thou fortune bring me to thou fortune bring me Anyone in the audience that's particularly musical, you might have noticed it's also around, which I don't think I've done in three seasons of playing on the show, so uh, it'll be good fun. So I'd like you guys to sing the second half of that. Now, this is the complicated bit. I'm going to split the room in two. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, We're going to wow. have that side you're going to go first. And then this side, you're going to go right after this. He goes, Ned, what, Ned, what? Does that make sense? Yeah? yeah? I've seen a lot of nodding heads. This is very exciting for me. <laughs> you ready? One, two, three, four. Ned, what are the stars? Ned, what? That's the best one. I've that a win. <laughs> best one we've ever had. Do you know, that does sound like that song. That goes, you know, the football chant goes, get your tits out, get <laughs> And that yeah, marks the fourth your tits episode. For the lads. That's the fourth episode in the row that we've had a tit joke in the first five minutes. <laughs> so, first up is our themed round, and this week we'll be asking questions on the subject of health and safety. I've actually had to take three jokes out of my script this week for fear that they were just too funny, and someone in the audience might laugh themselves to death. <laughs> So if you aren't laughing at these links, please bear in mind that it's entirely for your own good. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer. We get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered fingers on buzzers. At the Bun Bang Fei Rocket Festival in Laos, homemade rockets are judged by their speed and height. However, if your rocket misfires, what is your punishment? Oh. Spit gag. An unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> Yes. Am I right? Uh, I mean, I do see now quite how much this sounds like an innuendo. The Bun Bang Fei Rocket Festival. I do see that now. I do see. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it because I'm quite pure of thought, Alison. <laughs> Babes, I'm ex-Catholic. Like, everything's yeah. an innuendo to me. <laughs> like, 
All right. So uh, is it an unwanted pregnancy? Monica, do you back up your... I definitely back up the unwanted pregnancy. Thank you. I'm pro-choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're choosing to go forward with that answer. <laughs> In that case, the Boligarchs. It's the Bung Bang Fei Rocket Festival. Mm. Okay. Your punishment if your rocket misfires is they make you watch the 2019 Elton John biopic Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, very good. Uh, Olga, what are you... Backing that up. Backing that up in a very big way. (laughs) All right, Hive Mind. Uh, What is your punishment if your rocket misfires? The washing up. (gasps) You have to be the rocket collector. You sound like a school teacher, are you? (laughs) No. Oh. The next rocket is fired off your hand. Uh, yeah. Pretty cruel in Laos. Say so you lose a hand. Is that the... <laughs> That's yeah, point. your rocket can only misfire twice, basically. <laughs> That's Anything a James else? Bond film, isn't it? <laughs> your rocket <laughs> can only misfire your rocket twice. Can only misfire, misfire twice. twice. <laughs> uh, Man, what are the scores? <laughs> Audience, hive mind. If you think it's to do the washing up, that's your punishment, Buzz now. If you think it's to collect all the other rockets, Buzz now. If you think it's the next rocket is fired off your hand, Buzz now. Do you know what? Uh, in fact, you. it is you are covered in mud. Oh. And uh, this originated as a way to soothe burns. Yeah, this, I honestly thought about having an entire round on the Bun Bang Fei Rocket Festival because there's so much going on in it. Can I just very quickly, whoever shouts out first, what do they think that the Rocket Festival is a celebration of? Well, it is fertility, oh. yeah. So it is no coincidence that it's all about rockets because everything has phallic imagery. Can I just say in that case, I think spit gag should get half points for unwanted pregnancy. Yeah, you certainly can say that. What does... <laughs> wow! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> At the Taiwanese Yanshuan Beehive Festival, no one is afraid of being stung, but everyone is asked to wear protective clothing. What actually is the beehive at this festival? Ah, uh, the bollygook. One brave man's mouth. What protected? Wait. Say that in the sentence. For all the bees. He's really good at getting the bees in there. So there's no beehive. They just they just use Mike's mouth. So there's a man who is a human beehive at this Taiwanese Yanshuan Beehive Festival. Yeah. Olga. With all due respect. <laughs> Which at this point is none. Uh, I'm going to say it's a big, big fire and protective clothing is from like sparks getting onto people's faces and eyes and stuff. I, that's probably a better one. That's probably I thought that it might just be a Starbucks I mean, or probably. something. <laughs> yeah. It's probably better than Mike, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's mouth is probably not as good an answer as Olga's excellent answer. But it, it's not very funny. <laughs> Neither was Mike. <laughs> I thought it might be a Starbucks just for like kind of like, like advertising and stuff like that. No? Cool. Okay, great. <laughs> so a Starbucks? Acid. Let's just say acid. Okay. acid. For fun. Hive mind. Uh, uh, no one is afraid of being stung, but everyone is asked to wear protective clothing. So the beehive isn't really a beehive. What is it? Honey. Honey. Mm. Fireworks. Fireworks. Mm. Children. <laughs> Children, Samuel there playing for the hive mind. A hairstyle. A hairstyle. Oh. 
Okay, if you think it's a honey, buzz now. If you think it's fireworks, buzz now. No. If you think it's children, buzz now. No, no. What I just was having a connection. I love your face so, so much. So it's fireworks, is it then? Hairstyles, uh, buzz now. I, 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 I feel, I feel like the audience is like children. Major Charles Ingram in it right now, you know? Hairstyle, buzz now. They buzzed for fireworks, yes, and they that is did, correct. Didn't they? which are set off at ground level. Can you tell us more about this, Ned, that the audience so perspicaciously understood? I can say now, that because I'm going to edit this episode, the reason I said no, no, is because Deborah looked at the audience when they buzzed and nodded at them, which is outrageous. Yeah. yeah. In my nine years... Sorry, nine series. Yeah, I was going to say, we've not been doing this for nine years. I mean, otherwise well, I'd be dead. it feels like it with acts like that, Deborah. <laughs> I am going to give the hive mind points despite your best efforts. Oh. But I'm also going to give Bologarch's half point because it is protecting off the sparks and stuff. Oh. We're and West I- Bramage Albion. We have the moral victory. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the vegetarian festival in Thailand one of the bloodiest in the world? Ooh, spit gag. Moon cups. <laughs> I feel if you're a vegetarian um, or a vegan, and I come from one of those communities, um, you're more likely to have a moon cup. So really, you've got that cup of blood within you. Uh, is that the card company? No. no. Not Moon if, if, if they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mooncup.com. <laughs> Where you get to just send out just cups of your own menstrual fluid. On, yeah. For on people's birthdays. Mother's Day, you know. <laughs> What's this? It's a personalised cup of blood. <laughs> I, I, did you have to say personalised? How would it not be personalised? <laughs> It's true. It's, there's nothing more personal than a cup of your menstrual blood on Mother's Day. But imagine all the possibilities. Like. <laughs> or, or don't. Uh, Bodegarks? Uh, people are making blood packs not to eat any more meat. Oh. Blood packs not to eat any more meat. I, so. I thought because vegetarian Thai food is still pretty spicy, they get a million visitors and there are 11 bathrooms. <laughs> So they really have to fight it out to get in there. So yeah. it's like Hunger Scraps. Games for the lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, let me hear. Anything else, Hive Mind? They murder the carnivore. Oh, they murder the carnivore. That's always an option, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the one cheat day. It's their one cheat, one cheat day. day. Oh. oh, it's like the purge for vegetarians. Oh, wow! That's so epic! <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. They give blood. Oh, that's lovely. Oh God, that's so well, it's a lot lovelier than the purge for vegetarians. <laughs> okay, all right. If you think it's uh, they murder all the carnivores and that's why it's so bloody, buzz now. If you think it's their one cheat day, buzz now. If you think they give blood on that day, buzz now. In fact, people mutilate themselves to show they are possessed by a god and can feel no pain. It's actually a really cool tradition because it... Is it? Is it <laughs> so people put spikes through their cheeks and there's no anaesthetic or anything done and it's originally a uh, Chinese ceremony because Thailand has a massive Chinese population if you have a strong stomach I would say look it up because it is extraordinary if you don't like seeing a sword through someone's cheek maybe avoid it 
And don't go to Camden either. (laughs) And it's the end of the round. Please don't mutilate yourselves so what others calls, please. Oh, I knew it was ambitious, I'm sorry. (laughs) Get in Get your nets out. Get your nets out. Get your nets out for the lads. I mean, if you're going to do my job for me. <laughs> In third place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's the spit gags with zero points. Zero? What? Well, you need to get an answer right. <laughs> I... The Bolagarks are in second place with five points. That's bull. <laughs> Igarks. And in first place is the Hive Mind with ten points. Well done, Hive Mind. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The next round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! Different languages develop unique expressions which vary from country to country. For example, in Britain we say, pardon my French. But in France, they say, do not insult us by trying to speak our beautiful language with your fat British tongues. (laughs) What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we've literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Tamil, they say, at the mother-in-law's house. Where do they mean? Oh, you're at the mother-in-law's house. Hell. (laughs) Hell. Oh, he's died and gone to his mother-in-law's house. Okay. I had prison, but hell seems better, so, yeah. Yeah, prison, okay. Prison or hell? Spit gag? The anus? <laughs> Do you know what? I was thinking that, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah. to the mother-in-law's house. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, like, if you're in a, like, a long-term relationship, or, like, just this is for me, if you're in a long-term relationship, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm be willing to go to the mother-in-law's house with yeah, you. Yeah, it's something you do maybe four times a year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What are the four times a year? <laughs> Birthdays, Christmas, what are the other two? 
shop. International <laughs> Women's Day. <laughs> okay, uh, hive minds. In Tamil, they say at the mother-in-law's house. Where do they mean? Brothel. Brothel. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Church. Church. Court. Oh. All right, if you think it's brothel buzz now, if you think it's church buzz now, and if you think it's court buzz now, Ooh. that's the closest. In fact, it's in jail, uh, which oh the bodyguards did Shit. say. Yeah. 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 That, that was my joke answer. <laughs> <laughs> and the bodyguards get points. Oh. I assume it would mean like you're in the doghouse with us. Well, actually, oddly, it means the opposite. In Tamil, when you go to your mother-in-law's house, you're treated really well. You're treated better than when you're at home. So you're given meals for free and a bed to sleep on and pampered. And it's like an ironic thing because in prison you're given a bed and meals every day. But it's like a reverse thing where it's like, oh, he's at his mother-in-law's house. Lol, because that's actually really nice and jail isn't. Oh, so like we would say you're a guest of Her Majesty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, we wouldn't, but in Victorian times they did. Or if you're my mother. Well, Elizabeth, if you're listening, I'm sorry, your son's just called you a Victorian. (laughs) Live on Her Majesty's internet. (laughs) In Italy, they say, your eyes are lined with ham. What does it mean? Spit gag. Um, You're a lookout for the police. (laughs) Like I smell bacon, basically. Mm. Yeah. Bully gags? Um, You've just finished watching Charlotte's Web. Like, because tears taste like ham water. Is it of all the pig of some kind? Yes, it does. I've not seen the film, but I've seen the poster with the pig and the... Would we need a whole idiom? I'm going to piggyback on that. (laughs) Piggyback. Excellent Uh, work, Hogglecock. Thank you very much. Could could it be that you just cry easily? Mm. Cry easily. Mm. You're you're tired because you're so tired because the inside of your eyelids look like ham. The inside of my eyelids just look like really dark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, hive mind. In Italy, they say your eyes are lined with ham. Hive mind, what does that mean? Haven't Ooh. slept? High aspirations? Ham mm, aspirations. Rich. Yeah. Is that you can't see a situation for what it is, especially if a crush is involved, so you can't see, like, so you can't see what a situation is really like, especially when a crush is involved. Oh, yeah, like ham tinted glasses. <laughs> ham tinted glasses. Okay, so if you think it's uh, uh, one of the ones that the Italian person didn't say, <laughs> can you buzz now? If you think it's what the Italian hive minder did say, buzz now. Correct. Yeah. See what's right in front of you. Can you... I just quickly say the first question does not reflect my uh, beliefs on the police. I was just trying to think, like as an idiom, like you know, please help me if I'm ever in trouble, police people. And I go, oh, you need your ham eyes, do you? And I'm like, I'm a victim of crime. Uh, Good to clarify. Sorry. <laughs> in Japan, they say sheephead, dog meat. Sheephead, dog meat. What do they mean? Spit gag. Um, someone's like, they look really uh, good when they're all dressed up, but when they take it off, they don't look good. <laughs> what? So you look, <laughs> you look all fancy like a sheep's head. <laughs> but wait till you take off those control bands 
and then you look like dog. <laughs> That's a really horrible thing, and this is recorded, and everyone can hear it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, she said dog to me. Oh, yeah, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to modify it in any way for the recording? Um, Do you want a bit of my dog meat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, please. In some way, when you get home with someone, they're not what you thought they were. Yeah, be. they weren't what you thought they would be. They're no sheep's head. Because sheep's head is really sexually attractive. <laughs> yeah. And dog meat. Nah. No. <laughs> if you had to have, like, coitus with a sheep's head or dog meat, what would you have coitus with? What shape is the dog meat in? Like, can I... <laughs> so I'm imagining the dog meat is um, the meat in which the dog eats, so it'll be in a can. <laughs> so That is, like, t- physically paid. <laughs> <laughs> which makes me think this is either the right answer, but horribly explained. Are we close, Ned? I've, I've got a very active imagination so like when you, someone asks a question like that I'm like I've actually got to work it out <laughs> is it kind of yeah. like an apple pie situation yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what shape is the can of dog meat in is it those little posh Caesar dog ones or like a big chunky like I'm thinking, like a, of... I'm thinking like a bean can oh yeah okay dog meat there we go <laughs> oh I've never had sex anyway carry with on. a sheep's head yeah there's just no possible way, mate, that's going to happen. Okay. We disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Boligarchs. I think it's like a scam. I think like if you're oh. advertising this, like, like everyone agrees that sheep heads are very sexy. So like, <laughs> if you're advertising this like sexy-ass sheep's head in the window of your restaurant, and then you're like, oh, that's sheep's head, I'm going to go in and, and eat that. And then you sit down to eat it, and you're like, this meat tastes faithful. And then you're like, wait, this tastes like dog. It's like, no, it's a very alluring sheep. So it's like um, sheep head in the streets, but dog meat in the sheets. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that no. <laughs> that's a Japanese All right, Burley Cox, is that your final that, word? Can you imagine that? <laughs> Still better than personalised menstrual cups. Yeah. Hive mind to Japan, they say sheep head, dog meat, what do they mean? It's not Ooh. what it looks Yeah, not. like a scam. That, that's what he says with yeah. the sheep's head. It's not <laughs> what it looks like. Uh, like. All the gear, no idea. Oh. All the gear, no idea. Anything else? Good ideas, but you don't follow through. Good ideas, but you don't follow through. Like dog meat. <laughs> <laughs> Famously inconsistent dog meats. Ever seen dog meat in a boardroom? <laughs> Coast of shit. <laughs> Hive mind, if you think it's not what it looks like, Buzz, now... Let's hope it's not what it looks like. Uh, if you think it's all gear, no idea, buzz now. If you think it's good ideas, but no follow-through, buzz now. Uh, in fact, it's false advertising. Mm. Oh, I thought it was all right. No? You were both right in different ways. <laughs> right. So, yeah, points. Oh, and it's the end of the round. Yeah. Let's try singing this again. So... Never underscores, please, please. Hey, it kind of worked. It's kind of worked. I stand by this. <laughs> You've got no choice. <laughs> In third place with 10 points, it's Spit Gag. Yay! In second place with 20 points, it's a Hive Mind. And in first Ooh. place with 25 points, it's a Bodyguard. The next Uh, round is the team's round. A member of each team, theoretically, has come prepared with a question on their cultural family background. That's right, instead of setting questions ourselves, we're letting the teams do the work for us. Bodegarks, do you have a question for Spitgag? 
I could do a Russian superstition. Yes, yet again. please. Ooh, Russian, Russian superstition. <laughs> if you accidentally step on someone's foot, they have to step back on your foot. Oh. Why? Ooh. An eye for an eye, I suppose, maybe? A foot for a foot. <laughs> if they don't step back on your foot, you'll both get athlete's foot. <laughs> Is it to even things out? The world needs to be even. It's a superstition. Although it probably was firstly revenge, and then someone was like, hey, mate, you're taking this a bit too far, and he's like, no, it's a superstition. <laughs> I think the consequence is quite straightforward. If you're disappointed with the answer, I have another one lined up that's like a bit cooler. Okay, what is the answer? The answer is you, you'd have a fight with a person. You have to oh, fight with them. Fight yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order not to have a fight, you, like, even the score. Oh, so the superstition is, if you don't step back, you'll end up fighting. Yeah, we'll have a fight. Oh. Okay. We like it. Um, I mean, I'm a nightmare in the club. <laughs> <laughs> I have to step on your foot! <laughs> Come back here! It's a superstition. Uh, <laughs> spit gag, do you have a question for the hive mind? Yes, mm. I do. Okay, so, in Ghana, um, if someone says, um, if the foo-foo's on the floor, you can't put it in the soup, what are they talking about? <laughs> If the foo-foo is on the floor, you can't put it into the soup. Yeah, you can't put it back into the soup. Can't put it back into the soup. No, no, of course not. The foo-foo is on the floor. What does that mean? You can't... Oh, no, this is so funny. Something about virginity? Something about virginity? I was going to say, you can't put it in the bum and then... The ancient idiom of... A hygiene description. I think that's called double dipping. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, do not expect that from Sam Wolf. Have you got a song about that? Maybe we could play it. Yes, but I'm not going to play it on this Charlie Time podcast. Something about virginity or something about double dipping. Uh, One more go, Hive Mind. The cat's out of the bag. Is that correct? It's quite close, yeah. It means once you've um, said something, especially to someone that you really care about or family or someone that's close to you, you can't take it back. Foo-foo is not a vagina. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's actually food, but maybe it is a vagina. I don't know. The same thing, I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think that's that close. Is it? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's close. Cats out of the bag, you can't take back what you said. You can't take back what you said. Oh, the cat's out of the bag. Point, yeah. I don't know, maybe. You're like, so if I was like, oh, I've got a crush on Rita Ora... Uh, <laughs> and Breaking then, news! And then, and then, a scandalo! And then I said that to uh, Rita, Rita Ora. Ora. Yeah. Someone would be like, well, the cat's out of the bag now. Or they'd be like, oh, the foo you can't put the foo back in the. F- that was the worst yeah. Yeah. <laughs> possible analogy. Well, I think this you, can't take, you can't take the restraining order back. Yeah. Like, you know, so. I think the problem is if well, you tell your girlfriend you have a crush on Rita Ora, yeah. surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then someone's like, the foo-foo's on the floor, you bastard. <laughs> All right. So I think the hive mind gets yeah. points. Hive... <laughs> hive mind. Do you have a question for the Bolygarks? I'm Hannah from Sweden. So in Sweden at midsummer, why would women go and pick seven flowers and put them under the pillow? In Sweden in the summer, why would women go and pick seven flowers and put them on their pillow? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Midsummer? I don't know what midsummer isn't isn't that the horror film? Yes. But does it also have resonance here culturally? Okay, let's break this down. So it could be (laughs) just like if we're doing it every year, could it be just like, oh, a whole year of good luck or whatever the fuck? Or it could be a Groundhog's Day type sitch where they're just like, if you put it underneath it, there's a daylight correlation or, 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 a, or, a, or a season. What else you got? 
Okay, so I know that in Russia we have superstitions where you put a mirror under your pillow and then you sleep on it, and then if you do that in your dreams, you'll see uh, your future significant other. And Holy my mom shit. claims to have seen my father in hers, and I'm like, that never happened. Uh, or your father was just in her bedroom. <laughs> yes, I wonder if it's a dream thing because it's under your pillow. Okay, is it something to do with your future partner? It is. Oh, oh shit, Olga! So, could you explain what it is? Um, you're meant to pick the sunflowers under silence, and then you go home. You put them under the pillow, and you sleep, and you dream. You're meant to be dreaming of your future husband. <laughs> that is so crazy. There we go. In Russia, we don't have flowers, so we just put. You just have mirrors. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Please tweet this episode at Rita Ora. Now, what are the scores, please? please. That was really good. That was really good. I really like that one. In third place with 10 points, it's Spit Gag. Woo! Yay! In second place with 30 points, it's a hive mind. In first place with 35 points, it's a Bolligarchs. Wow, Olga. Oh, yeah, some reluctant clapping from two people. <laughs> Next up, it's the It's a Sign round. Everyone is marching these days, and some protesters come to see the hilarious slogans on their signs all over social media. For example, I did like the Greenpeace protester who brought a sign reading, What do we want? Evidence-based policy. When do we want it? After a rigorous peer review process. <laughs> Teams, we'd like you to make some shareworthy signs, and Ned will award points for his favourites. You have 30 seconds to write your slogans for today's protest, which is against single-use plastics. Go, take it away, Samo. Oligarchs have a sign against single-use plastics. Single-use plastics equals one solid ass kick. Nice. Very good. good. And spit gag. Uh, um, A bag is for life, not just for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And then, if that didn't work, uh, rewash your condoms. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Christmas message. (laughs) It's a new John Lewis advert. <laughs> hive mind, hive mind. What have you got? BYOB, bring your own bag. Oh. Yeah. BYOB, bring your own bag. Anything else? Uh, quite a long one. Ooh. <laughs> you like a long one? Go for it, it's radio. Um, <laughs> yes, Mum, I still have all my teeth with no fillings because the bamboo toothbrush still works. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy. The bamboo toothbrush works as well as the plastic one. This is the bamboo toothbrush works as well as the plastic one. This is based on real life experience. I mean, it's a compelling sign. I would certainly look twice. It would get Instagram. I feel like it's Instagrammable. While Ned is working out points for creativity, uh, the final round is our quickfire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout out the answer as loud as you can. Fingers on buzzers, and time starts now. 
Which Oscar-winning animated film's name, directly translated from Greek, is high in the sky? Spit out. Up. Up is correct. Ooh. What is the British English name for the herb which Americans call cilantro? What is the difference between shepherd's pie and cottage pie? A shepherd's pie is filled with beef and the other is filled with a small modest house. <laughs> that is correct. Oh. Cottage is pig? No, beef. Sorry, Complete this list of Baltic republics. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, hold on, you haven't heard it yet. Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. Correct, In English, we say, make a mountain out of a molehill. In Germany, they say, make an elephant out of... A mosquito. No? A mosquito is correct. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Someone needs to watch more Michael Mittermeier comedy specials, Hive Mind. <laughs> what is measured on the Scoville scale? Oh, I know it, I know it, I know it. I know it. What? I, I have the, how irritating jazz is. <laughs> uh, in a line removed from the British national anthem, the rebellious what are to be brought to Scottish home. people. Yes. Oh! Finish this Iraqi joke about Americans. <laughs> Why did the American wear two jackets when he painted his house? Because the the can said to put two coats on. Yeah! Oh! And I don't know what America ever did to Iraq to deserve that kind of abuse. <laughs> and we're out of time, thank God. And it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show, so Ned, what are the stores, please? That was great. You got that? Yeah. That was really good. I'm ready. I'm just worried about what's coming next. Oh, no. <laughs> In third place is a spit gag. In joint first place. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Time for a tie break. Tie break. Which means oh. we have to do a tie break. Tie break! Oh, no. No. Tie break. Can it be tie about? Break. The, can tie it be about break. Russia? Tie can the question break. be about Russia? Ned, what you could do is one of those ones where people have to name countries in the European Union in turn until somebody gets one wrong or can't think of one. Oh, oh that's great! Yes. Okay. Go on. All right, so... Okay, okay. Uh, uh, capital cities of Europe. Capital cities of Europe. <laughs> okay, so the Boligarchs, go, your turn. Capital cities of Europe. Bratislava. Hive mind. St. Petersburg's in Russia, not a capital, not in European Union. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't say so European Union, and it is in Europe because it's west of the Euros. So is it, is it incorrect? Wait, St. Petersburg is not the capital. Moscow is. Oh, good, yeah, you're right. Okay, so the oh. Hive mind have lost and the Boligarchs have lost. <laughs> Boy, there's a real wrestling vibe to this podcast. <laughs> Guys, after the tea and biscuits, there will be a riot. <laughs> so it's flying high in the sky for our winners, but experimental wow. homemade rockets at ground level for our losers. <laughs> and unwanted pregnancies to boot. And I'll leave you on this Romanian proverb, do not put your spoon into the pot which does not boil for you. I think the equivalent oh. in our house is, what do you want from Deliveroo? <laughs> Please give it up for Alison Spittle, Monica Gaga, Alex Edelman, 
you the high find. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. <laughs> Questions were sent by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Samuel Wolf. The Global Village theme tune was written by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. Producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Salinsky. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place for information about this and all So let's visit globalvillage.net. That's who I heard first. Okay. That's, that's okay. all it is. I'm looking at all of you. I've got great peripheral vision. <laughs> I don't want to brag. <laughs> is that on your Tinder profile? <laughs> great peripheral vision. Great, great per- professional podcaster. That'll bring him in. <laughs> great peripheral vision. And, uh... It's the very definition of a weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> 